the countdown is on. We are officially in last minute Christmas shopping rush mode. Do you feel it? I've been in the middle of the hustle and the bustle and I just finished. I just finished my shopping and I have to tell you, it feels really just good to be done. But honestly, I'm not sure that any of my loved ones have shopped for me yet. And that's why I am so glad I sent everyone in my family a copy of my 2021 IBD Mom Holiday Gift Guide. I even put some stars beside my favorite must-haves. And you can make your loved one's holiday shopping easier too by sharing the guide with everyone you know is going to be shopping for you this year. This guide, it's really one of a kind because it's the only guide that's tailor-made just for you. It's made specifically for moms with Crohn's and colitis. And it's got what you need and what you deserve to feel pampered, to make sure that your IBD life is a little bit easier and to give you the best health and wellness products on the market this holiday season. I've got my fingers crossed that at least a few of the goodies that are on my list are coming my way that cushy tushy it had better be under the tree because I know I've hinted about it just about a million times. Your IBD mom holiday gift guide is filled with 44 incredible gift possibilities so all you have to do is grab the list and then share it with your family and then watch what happens on Christmas morn. To get your free and fabulous IBD Mom Holiday Gift Guide, go to karenhaley.com forward slash 2021. That's karenhaley.com forward slash 2021. K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y. And happy holidays, my friend. You're listening to the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD, a safe space where moms with Crohn's and colitis connect, explore powerful tools for healing, and transform our lives to thrive in motherhood and in life. I'm your host, Karen Haley, IBD health coach, integrative wellness enthusiast, and mom to three outstanding kids. After having Crohn's disease for 30 years and working as a health advocate exclusively with IBD clients for the last 10 years, I know it's time to bring the types of candid conversations I have with my clients out into the open. It's our time to go on an IBD healing journey and do it like only a mom can. Let's do this. Well, hello, hello, Karen with you today and every week on the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD. And I'm just really happy that you're here. I'm happy that we're connecting in this podcast universe. I guess that just makes it seem as big as the universe actually is. And I just want to start today with a question for you. I've got a question for you. What's the number one way you keep your Crohn's or colitis at bay. Is it a gut healing diet like the specific carbohydrate diet or GAPS or IBD aid? Is it controlling your stress and getting enough sleep and downtime? Is it something like meditation, yoga, walking in nature, supplements, 
Maybe it's therapy or clinical hypnosis, or even maybe some more cutting edge treatments like FMT, that fecal microbiota transplant, or stem cell therapy, or even rectal ozone treatments. Thank God that there are just so many options available to us. No matter what the method is, that's your, your go-to method, the one that you feel best about, I bet it's not the only thing that you do. And if you're using only one method, I have to stop right here and I just have to beg you, I beg you to please branch out. Helping and healing your IBD, it is never about just one thing, never about one method. So not only do we have to use these remedies to help control our symptoms, but we also need to find remedies that get to the root cause of what created this problem in the first place. Can I get an amen to that? It's just so crucial. And just to, just, just let me just drive this point home even further for you about using more than one healing method because here's an interesting little factoid for you. There's usually about three to five root causes at play when it comes to this perfect storm that creates autoimmune issues. So you can see why a multi-pronged approach is really, it's not even what I would say is recommended here. It's what is a multi-pronged approach is what is necessary to help you heal. It's a necessity, not a luxury to have more than one method to help your healing process. And you know, I talk a lot about on the podcast about cultivating your wheel of wellness. And that's your multi-pronged approach. And it's absolutely vital to true and lasting healing. You can think of your wheel of wellness, if you haven't heard me mention it before, you can think of it like a bike wheel with all the spokes, those spokes moving from the center of the wheel out to the tire. Without all those spokes, the wheel, it just wouldn't rotate and the bike wouldn't move properly. Our overall health, it works much the same way. If we only have one healing line connecting to our body, we aren't using all the modalities that are at our fingertips to their really to their full advantage. And we're leaving so many possibilities that connect to the root cause, we're leaving those on the table. When I think about my wheel of wellness, I think about it like a living, breathing organism that changes as my needs change. Much of my wheel, it transforms as I move through different states of wellness. But there are a few spokes that just never change. Ones that are so rock solid for me that they don't need a tweak. And I know that they just help me so much that they never leave my side. Herbal tea is one of those spokes that I will just never leave behind. I might try subtle herbals sometimes or potent blends at other times, but herbal tea is a gut-loving remedy that for me, it's here to stay. Are you using herbal tea in your wheel of wellness? Oftentimes I will hear from moms who have just heard little tricklings about the power of the healing benefits of herbal tea and they want to 
make it a part of their daily IBD healing and maintenance program, but they just don't know where to start. And I just got an email from one of our lovely Gut Love Community Mamas, and she was asking if I'd ever done a podcast episode about herbal tea that she could use as a reference. And the truth is, I really haven't dedicated an episode to this wonderful remedy. I've talked about herbal tea here and there. I kind of pepper it around. But herbal tea, it really deserves its own episode. So that is what we're doing today. We're diving into all things herbal tea. And before we move on with our herbal tea exploration, and it's going to be fun, and it's really just the perfect episode for this time of year because it's just a quick hit. It's all we could really take at this time of year. It's a quick hit. It's some food for thought as we move closer to Christmas and the stress continues to mount. And I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to our community and especially to our dear gut-loving mama. We'll call her G. And I want to thank her for suggesting this topic. And I want you to know that pretty much everything, pretty much all of what I talk about on the podcast, it comes straight from you. I love that about this podcast. It's my goal to make your IBD life easier. So whatever you're wondering, whatever you're feeling is really just holding you back, whatever is keeping you up at night, I love finding answers to those types of things. So keep your suggestions, keep your questions coming. And if you aren't part of our free and fabulous gut love community of moms yet, you can do that right now by going to karenhaley.com forward slash community. And I will get you all hooked up. Seriously, hit pause on the episode, go do it, and then you'll be all set in our gut love community of moms. It's karenhaley.com forward slash community. And remember, Karen is spelled with a Y. It's K-A-R-Y-N. And then Haley is H-A-L-E-Y. And I will see you inside the community. Okay, let's go ahead and let's dive into our focus for today, which is oh, one of my favorite topics, herbal tea. I think we have to start at the very beginning. This will either be some really cool new information for you or it'll be a refresher if you already know it, but we just have to, we need to know what we're talking about before we move on. What is herbal tea and how is it different from regular black or even green tea? The kind that you might buy in the grocery store, like your Lipton tea bag. And please, I have to just add a side note there now that I said that, please don't buy Lipton tea. I mean, no offense to Lipton. I just mean brands like that. Sorry, don't sue me, Lipton, but I'm just saying, (laughs) try to buy better tea. The first thing we need to remember is that even though we call herbal tea tea, it isn't actually tea at all. It's your traditional, and I gotta say this in air quotes, it's that real tea, the black tea, the green tea, oolong, white tea, all those kinds of teas like that. They actually come from one shrub. They come from a shrub called the Camellia sinensis. And I've always pronounced it that way, so I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Tea experts of the world, please correct me if that's wrong, the Camellia sinensis. And so all of these types of shrubs, they produce tea. So when you drink green and black tea, 
you're actually getting that tea from the same plant. The difference in the tea, it actually comes from the oxidation process that the leaves will go through to get it ready to be tea. So let me just kind of give you an example. So the difference between the tea that actually comes in the black tea, that kind of tea is exposed to the air to trigger oxidation. While green tea, it's processed in a way that prevents the oxidation. And when, when you think about it that way, I think it really explains why green tea has a much it has a much earthier taste than black tea, doesn't it? And of course, tea like this, it has its benefits. Of course, it has benefits. It's rich in antioxidants and polyphenols. True tea has many healing properties as well. But herbal tea, instead of coming from the Camellia sinensis plant, it's more of an herb or an herbal blend of flowers, spices, herbs, fruits. Sometimes herbs are even added to our traditional tea to give them more of a health benefit, more flavor. But today we're going to be specifically talking about true herbal teas. Those herbs and plant products that have this truly amazing gut healing power. So why would you want to include herbal tea in your wheel of wellness? Why is this so important? Well, herbal tea, like I mentioned, it is full of healing benefits, many of which are linked to our gut, our immune function, our mood and mindset, our sleep, our hormones, which directly then connect to our gut function, even our inflammation levels and our bacterial balance. Herbal tea and its positive role and impact in our health and our healing, it has been well documented and it even dates back to ancient Egypt and China. So we're talking a really long time ago, thousands of years ago, they were using herbal tea. And if you're curious about herbal tea, you might be wondering, now, how can it help me? How can it help me specifically? What are the ways that it can help my symptoms? How can it help lessen those symptoms? And how can I use herbal tea to make this work? Well, all of the symptoms that I can think of that plague moms with Crohn's and colitis, seriously, all of them, I really can't think of any symptom that doesn't suit some sort of herbal tea infusion. So it's, that's why it's just so powerful. From belly aches to bloating, gas, diarrhea, constipation, heartburn, nausea, brain fog, achy joints, restlessness, stress, anxiety, even hormone fluctuations, insomnia, fevers. I mean, I really could go on and on. Mental alertness, detoxing, anti-aging, boosting the immune your immune function lowering your inflammation and again that bacterial balance lots of stuff right so there is an herbal tea for all your troubles both physical and emotional and if you want to learn the basics the basics to help you with this whole new world if this is new to you with the whole world of herbal tea I have this awesome guide that will help get you started so that you can pick the right tea for what's ailing you. And it's really just a perfect beginner's 
guide. And in fact, it's called Herbal Tea 101. And you can get my guide by going to karenhaley.com forward slash tea. Just that simple. karenhaley.com forward slash tea. K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y.com forward slash tea. But let me go ahead before you get the guide, let me just go ahead and give you a taste of the power of herbal tea so that you can then decide, is it something that you want to add to your wheel of wellness? Do you want it to be one of those spokes in there? Let's start with the best tea for stress reduction. I have to start there because it's just so difficult, isn't it, to tackle anything under underlying the stress under the surface if we haven't tapped into our stress yet because that will color everything if we're feeling stressed. So let's just start there. Herbal teas like chamomile help to release chemical signals in the brain to help us feel calmer. And chamomile tea, it also contains magnesium, which is the calming mineral. So it's really a great option when it comes to times of stress, like probably right now this time of year, or when anxiety is keeping you from getting that shut eye. I know, move over warm glass of milk. I would much rather have my chamomile tea to help me sleep at night. Really great news for those of us who can't tolerate milk too, right? We should also mention using herbal tea as a digestive aid because that's really important with us too. My personal favorite in the herbal tea family and probably my most often recommended for gut challenges is peppermint tea. Relaxing, it's perfect for relaxing the intestinal lining of the digestive system. Peppermint tea, it's often used to combat your heartburn, bloating, and gas after meals, which is why it's truly a game changer for people with IBD. Now, one of the less common but equally important herbal teas, especially for those of us with gut dysbiosis that, you know, Crohn's and colitis often creates, is an herbal tea called Pau d'Arco. And I see lots of moms in our gut love community discussing yeast overgrowth in the gut. Is that something that's plagued you? Signs of this would be, this excess yeast would be things like thrush or this white coating that you get on your tongue. It can show up as a vaginal yeast infection. It could even show up as tiredness, fatigue, cramping in the belly, bloating, gas, constipation, or diarrhea, sometimes going back and forth. Maybe even a diagnosis of a yeast overgrowth called candida. That's a yeast overgrowth in the intestines. Drinking Pau d'Arco, that herbal tea, it can definitely help reduce yeast overgrowth in the gut as well as in the vagina and in the mouth. It's a great herbal tea for you to just keep on hand. Okay, so I mentioned a few. I just wanted to kind of scratch the surface and give you a few ideas of how you might think about starting to use herbal tea in your life. There's just so many amazing options. Let me just give you a few more because I can't stop there. Let me give you a few more options. So raspberry leaf, that is another one perfect for when you're trying to find ways to balance your hormones. Turmeric and eucalyptus tea, those are wonderful for 
inflammation. They're anti-inflammatory. Elderberry, love elderberry. And also licorice root for your immune function to boost that immune system. And you might have heard about ginger, using ginger as an aid for nausea when you're feeling nauseous. So, 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 so many different ways we can use herbal teas to help with any symptom that we have, we're having. With herbal tea, I have to say that those purists of, of herbal tea, and they take really great care in picking out fresh herbs, and they might even grow their own at home. And then they dry them, and then infuse that with warm water to make, or boiling water, and then, you know, drinking it while it's warm, to make that herbal tea infusion. And I have experimented, I have to say I've experimented a little bit because I'm such a fan of herbal tea. I have experimented just a little bit with making, uh, growing a few of my own herbs, and then using them for herbal tea. So I've had some good results with that but it's also good to know that there are easy to buy ways as well it's not something you have to make from scratch within your traditional grocery store I would look for higher quality brands of herbal teas and some of those brands are traditional medicinals and then another one I really like is Numi N-U-M-I Numi most herbal tea that you're going to find in bags at your grocery store, they are really just dust from broken branches. So I don't really recommend those. But those two ones I just mentioned, the traditional medicinals and Numi, those are really, I would call them superior quality of the ones that you would buy at the grocery store. For more flavor and more enhanced health, you can also buy whole leaf tea in its pure and also in blended forms. You can buy that online. And you can buy it from bulk herbal tea manufacturers like Mountain Rose Herbs and also Star West Botanicals. I'll say that one more time. Mountain Rose herbs and star west botanicals i will leave a link to both of those as well as the numi and traditional medicinals if you want to check those out i will leave that in the show notes at karenhaley.com forward slash 66 okay so all of these are high quality they're definitely ones to check out if you want to get into herbal tea and like I said I highly recommend the distributors that are you could find online that have the whole leaf herbal teas at reasonable prices so definitely check them out if you buy whole herbs separately it will give you the opportunity and I love this about herbal teas because you can't do this with a lot of other kinds of real, like the traditional type of teas, but with herbal teas, they blend so well. So when you buy your herbs separately, now you can create variety in what you drink and you can create different blends to help what ails you. So you don't have to focus on one thing at a time. Maybe you're having struggles going to bed, but you're also having heartburn at the same time. Well, you can combine some herbs to create a digestive sleepy blend, which is why I just absolutely love doing that. And I have a couple blends that I've created that you might want to try. And if you want to try these recipes, out later you might want to just get a pen and paper to write this down you could also use the notes app in your phone if you're driving just 
like, you know, note where this place is on your podcast player, and then you can come back to it later. But if you need to go get a pen and paper, pause me real quick and then come back. I'm going to wait right here for you. Okay, did you get something? Awesome, fantastic. I'm going to give you a few different recipes. So if you want to get started with herbal tea, you can get started right away. So my digestive blend, I love this one. It uses dried leaves of peppermint, chamomile, dried ginger root, and dried fennel. These are really great herbs to keep your belly happy or to help ease your digestive discomfort that you might feel after eating a meal that just it just doesn't agree with you. So let me give you the recipe for that. For my herbal digestive tea recipe, this is what I do. I take one cup of dried peppermint, one half cup of dried chamomile, two tablespoons of the dried ginger root chips, and two tablespoons of the fennel seeds. I'll say that for you one more time. One cup of dried peppermint, one half cup of dried chamomile, two tablespoons of dried ginger root chips, and then two tablespoons of fennel seeds. And you'll be able to make several cups of tea with this digestive blend. It's not just for one cup, it's for several cups. So what you can do is store it in an airtight container in your pantry. And when you're ready for a cup, you'll use about one tablespoon. You can use a little less, a little more, depending on how strong or weak you like your tea. But you're going to put about one tablespoon of the blend in a mug. Fill it with 8 to 12 ounces of boiled water. And you can make your own tea bags if you like. You can buy tea bags that you add the herbal tea to and then it can steep. Those are those empty sachets. You can find them online. But I really prefer a reusable metal steeper. I like those better. And you know what? I will leave a link to an option in the show notes in case you want to purchase one. I will leave you an Amazon link so you can see what I'm talking about. Whatever steep method you choose, you're going to steep it for at least five minutes. And you can steep it longer. I often do. Sometimes I just leave it in while I drink it. And then, but at least five minutes. And then if you'd like, you can add just a little bit of honey to it for a little bit of sweetness. You don't have to, but you can. And then I would just sip it slowly and just let it soothe your chummy troubles away. Now, if sleep is your challenge, if that's really challenging you right now because you're having anxiety, a racing mind, possibly insomnia, you can try my version of sleepy time tea. You've probably heard of that. This is my homemade version. It's perfect for a nighttime blend when you would like to get to sleep and you're struggling with that. So here's the recipe for my sleepy time tea. It's one cup of dried chamomile, one half cup of dried spearmint, one tablespoon of dried lavender, and one tablespoon of dried rosehip. And these are particularly chosen for this sleepy time recipe because they are herbs that are known to help you relax and feel calm so that you can get to sleep. I'll give you that recipe one more time. It's one cup of dried chamomile, one half cup of dried spearmint leaves, one tablespoon of dried lavender, and one tablespoon of dried rosehip. All right, again, same 
procedure as with your digestive tea. You're going to store it in an airtight container and you can keep it in the pantry to make this tea. It's again, it's one tablespoon, a little less, a little more. If you like it a little stronger or a little weaker, steep for at least five minutes. Add your honey or to this one, I like a little bit of lemon, you know, a little fresh squeezed lemon. And then you just sip yourself into slumberland. Okay, I want to share with you one last recipe because I really want to make sure you're set to just get started with this. And I love it for this time of year. One of my absolute favorite herbal, herbal tea recipes, it's my peppermint bark herbal tea. Yeah, just like the deliciously sinful peppermint bark holiday cookies that you've probably seen before. Maybe you've partaken in them. This is my healthy liquid version of that. It's all like the chocolate and the candy cane crumbles, but in a healthy version. Peppermint bark herbal tea, it's super simple and it just uses one herbal tea. It's not a blend, it's one herbal tea and that's peppermint, right? We gotta get our peppermint taste in there. And since it's just one herbal tea, it's not a blend, I usually just make this one by the cup. I don't keep it blended in my pantry. I just make it I, and I use my peppermint tea to make it. Works out well. For this one, here's your recipe. You're going to combine one tablespoon of dried peppermint, one teaspoon of vanilla, one tablespoon of raw honey, and one tablespoon of raw cacao. You're gonna put that all in a mug filled with the water that you just boiled, anywhere from eight to 12 ounces, and then let that peppermint steep with your sachet or your metal steeper. You're gonna steep it for five minutes. Make sure you give it a stir. You wanna make sure all the ingredients are combined and then enjoy. It is so absolutely delicious. It is the perfect holiday treat. You're gonna love it. Okay, so there's at least a few recipes to get you started into this truly, I have to say, just powerful and gut-loving world of herbal tea. This is just really a glimpse though of what herbal tea can do for you. And I also want to add that just because you steep this in the boiling or the warm water, it doesn't mean that you have to keep it warm. I run into this all the time where people say, I don't like tea, it's just, I don't like a warm beverage. That's okay because you can then put your tea in the fridge for a little while or you can add some ice and now you've got an iced herbal tea, which is wonderful as well. I really like my tea that way. I, I really like it both ways. So either way is good for me. Even in the winter, I'll drink the iced. It just depends on what I'm in the mood for. But just know it can be cold. It can be warm. Either way is just fine. And remember, if this episode has got you just thinking about this, you're getting excited about the possibilities of herbal tea, go ahead and download my herbal tea guide, my herbal tea 101. It's at karenhaley.com forward slash tea so that you'll know exactly how to jumpstart your herbal tea education with herbal teas that are then matched for the ailment that you're dealing with, right? The one that's best suited for that. That's what that guide is all about. So grab that if this conversation has piqued your interest, if you're interested in taking it further and getting some herbal tea that can start helping the things that are troubling you with regard to your gut health. 
Once you become an herbal tea aficionado, and yes, you will, you're going to want to start experimenting with blends on your own. I love doing that because I just never know what amazing creation that it will create. I have all of these different herbal blends in my house, and sometimes I'll just say, I wonder how those taste together. Once you get the knack for this, you're going to love it even more because what you can create is the possibilities are endless. I want to say one last note because before we wrap up for today, because I know that you're going to want to do herbal tea like the awesome mom that you are. So one last tip I'm going to share, and that's how you can do herbal tea like a mom. And the way that you can do herbal tea like a mom is by sharing this passion with your kiddos. Tea is just the greatest beverage to get your kids into. And herbal tea is perfect. It's the best option for them because it doesn't contain caffeine and it's delicious. It's also great for when your kids are having their own symptoms and their own issues like tummy troubles, coughs, fevers, colds. If your child is completely new to herbal tea, I would start with floral blends because they're automatically they're already sweet tasting. So things like lemon balm or dried lime or dried apple or even lavender, those are usually winners for kids. And of course, you can add a little bit of honey. It just gives it the right flavor with just a little bit of sweetness for them to get them started. And then as they get older, you can work your way into herbals like peppermint and chamomile and more of those herbal tea blends. Keep in mind though that for kids, herbal tea is best in moderation and it's also best for kids over two. But if you start them young with herbal tea, you are going to foster a love of something that can have a positive impact on their health for a lifetime to come. So when you get invited to the next tea party that your kid is hosting and you are having, you're sipping the tea and you're pretending to do it, I encourage you to actually add some real herbal tea. And if you think, I have to tell you this too, if you think that it's just for girls, I have to say that I got to counter that argument because I have cultivated a love of tea in all three of my boys and they love sipping a cup of tea with me to this day. And so I've used it as a way to really connect with them and have a sit down and chat. And so how do you get your kids to do that, whether they're boys or girls? How do you get them to tell them all the juicy things that are going on in their life? Make a pot of herbal tea, sip it with them, and then while you're sipping the tea, you can spill the tea at the same time. Okay, now that's a wrap. That is a wrap on herbal tea, my dear. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as me. I love talking about herbal tea. It's a little bit more light. It's a little bit fun. Perfect for this time of year. I just really hope that you feel the urge to now learn some more about herbal tea. Go out on your own and find out even more about herbal tea. You can dive deeper into this wonderful healing practice and I can't wait to hear how it goes for you. Remember, if you have any questions at all about how you can use herbal tea in your life, 
You can reach out to me on Facebook. I am at the IBD Health Coach, or you can also email me, hello at karenhaley.com is my email address. Until we meet again, I'm wishing you much gut love and happiness as always. Chat soon. <laughs>